What's up, everybody? My name is Joe Shaw, and I am the host of the Out and Proud podcast, a Fidelity Pride production. This podcast allows members of the LGBTQ community the space to share their coming out stories, both at Fidelity and in general. And up today, I speak with Natalia Flores. She is one of the former Pride co-leads here in the Westlake, Texas region. She's got a really great story. I think you're really going to enjoy it. So stick around. Natalia will be right with us after this. to walk me through when was the first time you really came out to yourself and let's kind of start there and see you know how the rest of the story unfolds from there okay well that was uh, back in the 90s <laughs> <laughs> so it was quite some time ago and uh, mostly as a young um, older teenager I would have to say sure just starting to recognize my preference and right. make you know paying a little bit more attention to what I was really attracted to. Sure. So uh, I, I would have to say more in college in my early years. And yeah. Probably not uncommon to hear that. Right, but, right. But yeah, I would have to say that time period. And I know that there are there are a lot of people that have come out, uh, that have been on this show, that have come out in, in various ways to different people at first. And, and I want to know, the, the first kind of couple people you told was it friends or was it immediately family I know you have a brother so Mm -hmm. how did how was how did you structure like once you started realizing okay this is who I am how did you go about kind of disseminating that information so at the end of the day my my father is a Vietnam vet okay so (laughs) with that kind of background when I think of my family and my you know, my parents and my two brothers, um, they were not the first ones I wanted to really come out to. Sure, sure. Uh, but I do have a very, very large extended family. So there were pockets of the family members, cousins, aunts that I started just sharing a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was really when I got back from college. So I had graduated and and recognizing kind of where I was going to go with this uh, right. latter part of my right. life. Um, I just started trying to test the waters to see who could possibly be on my side as I evolved more to my own self. Sure. That makes sense. And I know that so many people have shared, you know, that they were hesitant about telling family in the same way Mm -hmm. you did. Right. And, and we got to think too, like, like you said, this is the nineties. So, I mean, you know, in the nineties society, as far as what is normalized and what you see, you know, everywhere around you was significantly different than what you see now. Right. And so I think it's got to be difficult to try and plan out. This is who I am. This is being true to myself, but I want to make sure I'm safe and go about it in the right way. Correct. Right. And yes. so what was that like for you coming, I guess, going through the rest of college and then starting to enter the professional workspace? Sure. Um, so safety is, right. is in all aspects of my life. Day to day, just recognizing, you know, how publicly can I feel open, you mm-hmm. know, with who I'm I'm trying to start to evolve and have dates with, you know, when when I was dating men uh, before beforehand, it was a lot easier to show that public affection in Texas and sure. things of that sort. Even around the family, you bring somebody in, they're going to be nothing but open and welcoming. Mm-hmm. 
but the challenge was now um, who's really going to authentically welcome who I would like to bring in. So, you know, when when uh, my family started recognizing changes in me, changes in the kind of friends I was bringing around, because <laughs> right. that's where I, I, I tried to show them. You know, hey, I'm constantly hanging out with friends, but actually they were they were my gay friends, you know, and and then there were guys and they were my gay guy friends and they were starting to see some changes on just people I was hanging out with. And um, nothing was ever necessarily questioned at that point because my parents are, you know, feel like nothing really happens until you actually admit to it happening. Sure. So it's not real until then. Mm, mm-hmm. So uh, I, I guess at the at, at the end of the day, what really ended up happening was, m- as far as my parents go, um, I have to say that Ellen did. You, I couldn't have done it without Ellen's support. Yeah. Because as as I saw everybody else actually reacting to Ellen coming out uh, in '97, right? I was almost thirty at that point, and it's sad to know yeah. that I waited that long in my right. life, even at work. Yeah. There, it wasn't a comfortable, I'd never felt safe and I felt for good reason. Sure. Uh, walking around in Texas, I felt for good reason. I just couldn't be my true self. Right. So it, it was difficult because I didn't have um, a network to go to. I didn't right. have uh, people that could help direct me where others like myself would be. Right. So uh, luckily here at Fidelity, I was able to find a few of us right. <laughs> and, and hang out and, and become my true self. But, you know, when Ellen came out, it allowed me the opportunity to actually come out to my family, to sure. my parents. Um, it's just the generation time that I grew up and it's always going to be that way and um, makes it very difficult to be your true self in all aspects because there's this void that you can never share your true self, even with the people who are supposed to love you unconditionally. Right. Um, and, you know, luckily at the same token, I've got great brothers who, you know, don't, don't judge me on that. They actually stick up for me and they've learned to stick up for me even more. Right. Because they see in society, they see in some of the family members and some of the elder family members just not wanting to have any part in this. Right. So, um, you know, I, I really look to Ellen and then I also look to one of my coworkers that kind of called me out in 2012 a little bit more. Yeah. Um, I don't want to call her out cause she didn't <laughs> give me permission to, sure. but, but, you know, she came up to me and, you know, started asking me questions and I was like, hold on, <laughs> I got a team I'm managing. Why are you asking me this on the floor? Right. You know, you're yeah, getting into yeah. my business, right. you know? Yeah. And it made me feel uncomfortable because I didn't even know this person, but, um, you know, they felt comfortable enough to ask me and, you know, saw something in me where they felt that I could do more for Westlake, you know, mm-hmm. and, 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 uh, first I had to get out of my own shell right. that I felt maybe I put myself there, mm-hmm. but at the same token, I felt like if I wasn't there, I wouldn't have the opportunities here in the company that I right. got. Absolutely. And so you talked about, this is 2012, and you're already here at Fidelity. And so I guess, when did you, so you mentioned, I guess you weren't necessarily 
public about being out at Fidelity at mm -hmm. that time. Right. And then so when and I know that you were one of the co-leads of the Pride Employee Resource Group. Right. And so when did that shift from that conversation in 2012 to yeah. then being out and proud as yeah. one of the co-leads of the Pride Employee Resource Group? Well, I, I typically have my hands full with voluntary work in general. Sure. Um, you know, the 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 uh, person who sought me out saw that I could be a leader, uh, you know, here in Westlake and help others feel comfortable and, and relate to them. Right. You know, relate to the challenges that they're feeling. Well, at, at you know, realistically, what ended up happening was I went to an event in Boston and uh, Michael Jakubowski, because I know you interviewed <laughs> yes, him, so yes. I'm going to throw his name out there. <laughs> he had voluntold me that I need to co-lead with him for the next four years. And, um, you know, how can you say no at the end of the yeah. day? Yeah. Uh, realistically, you know, my, even, despite my plate being as full as it was, the importance was there to help change the environment here. Right. And the fact that I had, you know, I'm 25 years as of today, you know, yeah. this is my 25th year of fidelity yeah. and I've seen a huge evolution, but it's really nice to know I can look back and, and know that I was part of the change that needed to happen right. and, and uh, pass the torch over to, to the leaders that we have today and take this to the next level. Um, I, I feel very prideful about the fact that, you know, finally people, you know, I was the face of pride for a period of time, and I right. probably still am because I was a part of, of, of uh, getting us to where we are today. Mm -hmm. But those people don't even understand that it's okay to talk about these things. You know, I, I've had uh, people come up to me, hey, I have a cousin. They're struggling. You know, what are things, you know, I want to show my support, but how can I show that? You know, just right, yeah. simple questions like that. We've had people come up to us. Hey, I'm having some problems in the department. I feel like I'm being singled out. Just being able to get them to the right resources because we right. have so many. Um, at the same token, I actually had a family. You know, I, I, I had a stepdaughter. I, you know, I, I, I had a partner for 12 years. And, and I needed fidelity at times, the resources we have, because my daughter was being bullied yeah. in school. You know, these are not the things people realize actually happen to others. Uh, you come, you come to work, you put your face, you know, your game face on, and yeah. and you have so many challenges, and not having people at all to talk to at work about it or be true to yourself yeah. uh, can make it challenging. But I feel like uh, the day that I really came out to fidelity, I accidentally didn't lower my phone because you know cell phones were not the way I grew right. up <laughs> so you got to remember to turn your phone down um my partner had called me and you know it's just me being me um I put the song I kissed a girl and I liked it by <laughs> yeah. Katy Perry yeah. and my whole team just turned and looked at me and it was the most embarrassing thing that ever happened to me at this company and I my eyes yeah I just went straight to my desk and put my 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 hands in right. my face and I was just like that did not just happen that right. just, but you know everybody was smiling at me they're right. like Natalia it's okay but yeah. that I came out to my team that day you yeah. know and came, I felt like I I came out to the whole right. freaking floor, but I was like, that did not just happen. Because right. you've got a choice at that point where you can go, all right, well, I've been, I've, I mean, might as well like step on into it. Or it's like, 
you know, trying to figure out like some weird excuse. And it's like, no, just, just own it and, yep. and boldly step forward. Yep, and yep. that's, that's, oh man, that's hilarious. Oh, I'll, I'll just never forget that. It, it was what it was at, after that point, but yeah. it was funny to, it, it was actually enduring to see the support mm-hmm. from the team. We would have huddles often and, they're like, anybody want to play any music from their phone? And yeah, it just yeah. became fun, you know? Right, so exactly. they were trying to get me to relax and just know that I was in a safe place. And right. it's just funny how that turned around because I'm supposed to be the leader. I'm supposed right, to right. help you make sure that you feel safe. Right. But they were trying to give that back to me. Right. And and now, like, they're supporting you and helping lead you through this period of time as right. well. And so now have you seen something that I've really noticed in that period because i've been here since 2011 so i've seen like Mm -hmm. essentially you and michael as the leads the only leads up until recently right Mm -hmm. and so i've seen a big growth here at the company where fidelity has been very invested in trying to be open about how diverse and inclusive they are and not just saying it, but actively taking steps to demonstrate that and asking for feedback from people like yourself or Michael or anybody about how they can be better about being more diverse and inclusive. And so I want to talk about what are some of the things you were most proud of getting to do as one of the pride leads? Well, there's a multitude, but one thing that really stands out because it went national was the Pride Ally Mm -hmm. initiative that we did. So we had a banner at every single location, even in in Ireland and India. And, you know, people just signed it just to show their support. So we have these banners that can lay up every single year, you know, to to recognize in the month of June and and say, you know, we're all here to show that there's a lot of support at this each of the sites. but it was so proud to see that level of leadership support. Mm-hmm. So uh, just to know that I felt like, okay, that's probably as much as we can do is show that, yes, there's other besides just being LGBTQ that support what we're doing. There's a lot of us out there that that want this to be a safe place for any of us to be able to work at. Right. And and uh, just to give that back, that that's just a very very proud moment right. for me. And if you had now, since you were in that leadership role, were you able to help guide? I know you talked about the person in 2012, but were there other individuals that you were really able to help assist either through their process or through a loved one's process that that really kind of allowed you to pay it forward, so to speak? as far as like being a mentor, a leader, and and someone to look up to in the community. Sure, yeah, just, um, I guess that kind of goes to back to being the face of pride. Right, right, yeah. I, I had so many people that came to me, and, and others that were even in the committee of pride. Right. You know, we, we did have to help them grow and learn how to be committee members, and I know you've helped us right. in, in the past, or even still recently, right. too, where, you know, we would give them some guidance because we were putting them in front of so many people at times. It yeah. it was some type of a, a speaker note of, of some sort going on, and we were trying to build our brand. Right. So when, when you're going through that, you, you're even looking at yourself and not even recognizing that, oh, you know, I, I'm, you know, people have reached out to say, hey, I, I'm in a new role altogether that has me traveling, but I need to build some of these leadership skills up 
that you naturally do, yeah. you know, can you help me? And, right. and I've been able to give that to Pride. I've been able to connect people and we're constantly looking to build, make our programs even better, sharing ideas, sharing the, the features that, uh, that excite people the most. Um, you know, it, it, it's about your brand. And I think because we spent so much time, Michael and I, on our brand, and to say to tell the new leaders how important it was to maintain right. at least the brand that we have out there, um, because at the beginning we didn't know we didn't understand that. Right. We were like, okay, we just need to be the fun group, you right. know. We, need, we <laughs> yeah. yeah, come to our events because we're just fun. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got to be a little bit more than that, and right. and and you've got to understand that as a leader, you know, what's going to actually bring more than just the audience you need. Right. What's going to build the membership piece up? But right. yeah, it's been very exciting. And I know that you had talked about your, uh, you know, your family, and this is not side that you're able to fully share and that's the generational thing is there is there a way i guess if if you have to think about it reflectively is there a way that you're kind of working to to bring them in slowly and surely is that something that you do a little bit is that i guess how do you interact with them when you do spend time with them yeah uh i'm not for i'm not fortunate enough to have that opportunity i quit with that you know i yeah. i used to feel accountable to it but you know it put me in therapy too long you sure. know yeah. and yeah. and thank you fidelity for all the benefits <laughs> right. around that right. but at the same token you can only you you need to recognize that you can only control yourself right. you know and you you've got to learn one day to to love yourself right and I didn't realize I didn't give that to myself uh, until much later in life. Right. I, again, I didn't have anybody to look up to. I didn't have anybody to turn to because I was the only member of the large family I have that was even coming out, right. you know. Yeah. Um, you know, there's only like three of us and in, in like 97 of us on yeah. one side of the family. So yeah. <laughs> that's the, the statistics are actually pretty accurate you know there's only three of us but it's right. still tough for all of us um i think the guys in my family have it different than myself sure you know and i don't know why but it just seems that way yeah i want to tell you before we wrap up one last question i want to ask you is if there's someone listening right now who's struggling with coming out what advice would you give them well i i would actually tell them to or uh, advise them to actually reach out to others here at the company, join sure. the network, right. uh, recognize that there's others that feel the exact same way that you do. Um, that life now today is so different yeah. and you don't have to be scared. You don't, you know, I, I say that, but at the same token, I don't know that, you know, that there's still not some level of concern sure. at the workplace, you know, cause you know, we're, we're all who we are yep. and we believe in what we believe in, but I, I feel like it's less of an issue than it's ever been right. in the past 25 years. Right. Um, I'm, I've joined networks myself. I'm, I'm part of the Fort Worth lesbian network. Mm -hmm. Um, I do things with the, the lesbians in, in Dallas just to stay connected. And it's very therapeutic to find people who you can relate to sure. on such tough topics and, and people you can trust and build friendships with because you don't feel alone. Right. 
So, I, you know, more than anything, more than likely, you're not alone. I guess that's yeah. what I'm really trying sure. to say. Yeah, yeah. And look me up as well. <laughs> you know, don't hesitate to reach out to me. I'm, I'm here for several reasons. And one of them is, is to continue to help and evolve, you know, this company to feel as safe as it can and helping people find the tools that they need to in order to feel safe. Perfect. Well, Natalia, thank you for being out. I'm proud. Well, thank you as well. I'm definitely out and proud. <laughs> <laughs> if you would like to know more about how you can get started with Fidelity Investments today, go to fidelitycareers.com. That's fidelitycareers.com to get started on your Fidelity career today.